Wednesday, Daily Board Game Man, with this week's Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. Each episode, I'm going to give you a topic for the list and give you my picks for the top five games of that list. Today, I'm completing my two-pack of game companies. This week, I'm going to focus on Z-Man Games. They were founded by Zev Slashinger back in 1999, and while he's no longer with the company, the company has always been among my favorites for having such a breadth of great titles in so many genres and game weights, from light to heavy and all sorts of different great genres. Now, Z-Man, as they're listed on BGG, says... We create innovative games that became modern essentials. Since 1999, our studio has published a variety of critically acclaimed titles from casual to complex, cooperative to competitive, small bag to big box, and everything in between. We combine our keen eye for design, attention to aesthetics, and top-notch components to create the best games for every gamer. Another company is under the Asmodee umbrella, and it's hard to pinpoint what is a quote-unquote Z-Man game because they publish so many imports and such, and the licenses for a lot of games kind of come and go uh, throughout the years, and especially when you've been around that long, some of them, sometimes they'll lose a license and they'll go to another company. So I'm going to do my best here to narrow down my top five Z-Man games. And again, since Z-Man has so many, I think it's like 400 or something crazy like that, I'm going to give you a few of the honorable mentions because, my God, there's way too many good, good, great, amazing Z-Man games. Uh, so I'm just going to list these real quick. Voyages of Marco Polo, a great uh, kind of dice-based worker placement game, a little heavier, which is really good. Actually, speaking of heavy, Russian Railroads, another amazingly heavy Euro, which is just mm, Awesome. First class, a kind of card drafting Euro, uh, which is really cool, kind of based around trains, but really cool. Camel Up, a camel, camel, you're kind of betting on a camel race, which is really cool. Hadara, which uh, probably as this goes on, this might end up in my top five because I love Hadara. Very family weight kind of card drafting game. Very, very solid. And of course, Carcassonne, which kind of, I believe, invented the meeple, which is kind of, you know, your universal name for all these pieces. Uh, and Carcassonne itself, which has about a gazillion expansions, also apps uh, for it, and you can play it pretty much anywhere. Uh, Carcassonne is a great game. But my top five, let's get into that right now. Number five, Agricola. This is the Uwe Rosenberg classic that came out in 2007. I believe it did win a Spiel des Jahres. Uh, back in the day, this was uh, about 30. Actually, they listed the 30 to 150 minutes. You're looking at two to three hours is what this is. One to five players. Uh, I believe there's, there is an app for this as well. I'm not sure if you can play this. I think you can play this on one, uh, one or two of the board game sites online. This is kind of your mid-weight kind of Euro worker placement game. The thing that annoys me about it is the feeding your people mechanic kind of drives me crazy, but it's just an amazing kind of game set around farming, which almost everybody out there that's kind of cut their teeth in gaming played car. You know, a lot of times you'll start off with things like Catan, go to Carcassonne, and then Agricola. But this is a really solid farming, worker placement farming game that I think everybody should play uh, and possibly own. I, I'm really a fan of Caverna, which isn't, I don't think it was ever made by Z-Man. It's possibly it was, but Agricola is kind of the original of it. So it is got a nice, good place on this top five list. Check that one out, uh, Agricola. Number four is Hawaii. This was made in 2011. Two to five players, plays in about an hour and a half, mid, mid-weight Euro by Greg Daig. Now, uh, this has kind of come under kind of fire over the years because it's kind of like, uh, you know, it might be a little dry, but you know, I think as, as years go on, I think more people will really 
uh, you know, take to like this one. This is one that I've always loved from the day one that I've gotten to play this. Again, this is also on Yukata and BGA. What you do in Hawaii, you're basically trying to get, it's a nice little tableau building game. We're trying to get your little village there. And then you can also do some fishing. You're going to get some special buildings into your village by using your play people. And depending on how far out you get your village, you're going to get some extra points there. But it's really cool how you kind of use the buildings that you can get and the strength of these buildings because you can get a regular or the kind of the tuned up or powerful version of the building, depending on how much you pay for it. Uh, you know, you put those in there and you'll get extra powers and some of, some of the powers are really, really solid to use in the game. Just really good. Every game feels a little different because of the way the tiles come out and because of these other tiles that are kind of how you're, what you're spending or kind of as you're moving it's cool as you have your little kind of, kind of hut. You have these these really cool cool feet meeple, which uh, they kind of determine how far you can go. And then there's other fruit that you're going to use. Uh, there's kind of wild fruit and then some other uh, fruit meeples that you're going to use to pay for the different buildings that you're going to get. Uh, you also have these really cool kind of boat tiles that you're going to, you're going to get in there where you're going to kind of go on the fishing expeditions, but really cool game. Uh, again, there's some good depth to it. It takes a little bit of time, but it just feels good to play. Some people call it a spreadsheet game. Who cares? It's is just a great game. Try it out on BGA or Yukata if you want to try it to learn, uh, you know, watch a little video and then go play it there. But I really highly recommend this one. This is Hawaii. Number three is St. Petersburg. This is an oldie but a goodie. This is a classic card game by Bernard Bernhofer, uh, 2004 uh, St. Petersburg. It has a second edition that is out that uh, kind of, actually, and also Bernhard Bernhofer, I think it's just a uh, an anagram of all the people that just kind of designed it because there's some other games that they went under there. So I think it's kind of a an, uh, an anagram of all the different people that were in there kind of put together in that one name. Anyway, so this is about an hour's to play. In the game, it is a card tableau building once again. And each time, each different round, there's going to be four different types of uh, kind of cards you're going through, the four different phases of the, the game. Uh, the second edition kind of adds a little bit more to it, but it's still really, really good. So if you want to get second edition, it's fine. Uh, adds a little kind of a stock mechanism to it, but it's still, either way, they're really good games. The first one is kind of your farming. There's going to be these green cards. That's going to be how you're going to get your money into your tableau in each round. The second phase is going to be the blue cards. That's more victory points and kind of fishing for cards. Uh, the third phase, which is going to be your orange cards, which is kind of your people cards. They give you either points or money. And uh, also there's a, at the end of the game, depending on how many different orange cards you get, you're going to get another big amount of uh, points after that. And then a the fourth phase is going to be kind of upgrades to one of these different phase three phases. Uh, and they can come in any of the different colors and they usually will replace the other card and be a lot better of a version of that card as well. There's a couple other power cards that do go into there. Uh, and there's some expansions that, that add to that, but this game Seems like a very kind of very small or light uh, kind of depth to it. But the more you play, the more you learn how to actually play St. Petersburg. Man, it's such a great, great game. Good depth to it. Uh, and if and there's some really good crazy card sharks out there when it comes to St. Petersburg. I've played this game a whole lot in my time. Uh, I've gotten pretty good at it, but there's just some people that are amazing at it. But definitely, if you want to check that out online or find a, because uh, it should be in print somewhere, especially that second edition. But check that one out, St. Petersburg. Number two is going to be the Pandemic series. That's the Matley Cock Classic that comes in a, a million different expansions of Pandemic. The base Pandemic is still one of the biggest, highest sellers each year. But of course, the main one that I'm going to talk about is Pandemic Legacy, both season one and season two. That's with Rob Davio with Matley Cock. And that's really what created that whole legacy feel and a legacy system that is out there that you hear about on so many games now. It's one of the first ones, you know, as gamers, 
we don't really like to mark up or rip or do things to our games because we're really usually pretty anal about keeping them pristine. That's why we have uh, sleeves and things like that. Legacy really, Pandemic Legacy turned out on its head because you're putting stickers on the board, you're ripping up cards, you're just kind of putting stickers on other things. Or In uh, Pandemic Legacy Season 2, you have uh, kind of scratch-off cards. So good. I mean, it just kind of really reinvented what we wanted to really have in games and have that feel because, you know, how many times do you really play, even if you have a lot of games, how many times do you play a lot of your games? So Pandemic Legacy, which plays over 12 months, it has a really cool storyline. You can play each month twice if you fail it the first time. So you're looking at anywhere from 12 to 24 plays uh, and you re- the game really, the story kind of develops over it. There's different powers, different things will happen to your people. You can upgrade them. There'll be scars. There'll be negative things. Oh, it's so good really check out Pandemic uh, Legacy. But if you just want to check out Base Pandemic, again, there's an app for that as well. But it's a really solid family game. One of my favorite Pandemics is Pandemic to Cure, which is the dice game, which is really, really good. Another kind of a quicker, lighter family version of it all. But the whole game itself is good. Just don't be that player out there. You hear me? You know who you are. The alpha player. Don't be that player. Let everybody play their game and just kind of have a good time with this co-op uh, out there. But really check out Pandem- Pandemic Legacy Season 1 and 2. Uh, such a great game. You should be able to still find them out in the wild. And the number one Z-Man game of all time. This is kind of no surprise if you like me or if you've listened to a lot of these top five game uh, express versions. I love Stone Age. Stone Age from 2008. Again, such a great game. This is another one, which is kind of Bern Brunhofer, which is kind of a bunch of different people that put down there. Art by Michael Menzel. Remember that name. If you want to find great art in a lot of great games, especially ones that I love, he did Pose of the Earth and a lot of other games. He's, he's one of the best artists out there. Stone Age plays in about 60 to 90 minutes. And once you've played it once, you can get it played in about 60 minutes. Easy. Two to four players, 10 and up. And it's kind of a light to medium weight Euro game. This is kind of the number one game you hear about when you hear worker placement. Uh, you're going to be putting your dudes out on the map and then you're going to be getting different things like resources and you can turn the resources in at the hut huts for different uh, victory points. You can go into the nookie hut and you can get an extra workers. You have to feed your people at the end, but there's plenty of ways. And it's one of those things I don't like is feeding your people in games, but these games on this list, I think Agricola, which drives me crazy stone age feeding your people is not too bad because it's really easy to get food. And also as you get more of the kind of the fields, they kind of feed their own people. So amount, the more fields you get, they automatically feed that many people. And then, uh, you know, using your dice as you're putting your players out, your, your workers out, depending on if you're going to get the wood, the clay, uh, the stone or the gold, you roll your dice and then you divide by whichever one. If it's kind of the wood, you divide it by three. The stone, uh, the clay is divided by four, stone divided by five, and then gold divided by six because they're all very hard to get. That's how many of those resources you're going to get. You also get these things. You can get tools, which will help increase your dice value. And also, again, you can get some, you go to the regular hut, which will give you planes. And then there's the cards that on the bottom right of the board, where you'll get cards into your hand, uh, which there's another kind of the area, not area code, there's uh, scoring where the majority score, not majority score, you're going to have this scoring depending on how many you have. I think it's uh, exponential or triangle scoring, where if you've got up to eight of them, you can get 64 points. Uh, each one of the cards will have a thing on the bottom where either score at the end game, either be part of this uh, triangle scoring, or it'll be giving you points for how many of something you have, whether it be meeples uh, or fields or things like that. And then the top of the card usually gives you an immediate thing, like uh, we call them the Christmas cards. Basically, you'll roll a certain amount of dice, depending on the amount of players, and everybody can draft something. Uh, you know, there'll be something available for everybody. You draft one at a time, or you can just get some food, or you can get some resources. 
This game, so easy to play, so easy to teach. Great family game. My family absolutely loves this one. Uh, again, played in uh, 60 minutes. There's an app for this as well. And it's on just about every one of the sites between Yukata, BGA, and such. You can play it anywhere. And it just plays really, really quick. Such a great game. That is Stone Age from 2008. So there you have it. Uh, once again, my honorable mentions, uh, Voyages of Marco Polo, Russian Railroads, First Class, Camel Up, Hadara, and Carcassonne. And your top five games from Z-Man Games, Agricola, Hawaii, St. Petersburg, Pandemic, uh, basically Pandemic Legacy, but all the Pandemic series, and Stone Age being number one. Thanks for joining me this week on Top 5 Express Board Games Edition. If you have any questions, please feel free to tell me what favorite game you like in Z-Man is as well. Or if you have any other questions, uh, please comment on this episode on Majorspoilers.com or go to the site for tons of great podcasts and content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. I'm Dan Dan, a board game man. You can find me at Geek Jock Blog or on Geek All Stars Podcast or as a contributor to TMSPM where I do a board game segment with Scott and Brian. I'll be back soon with more board game top five goodness. But until then, hey, grab a new board game and have some great fun with your family and friends. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.